Hello, I'm Adult. And I'm Young. And you're listening to Young Adult. Where we're reading through Mistborn, The Final Empire, by Brandon Sanderson. Today we're covering chapters 30 and 31. I stride in the room all young and hip. Okay, so um, as we've done previously, we've only read chapter 30 at this point. We're going to pause halfway through the recording to read chapter 31, so we're completely unspoiled. Yes, our, there's been no influence on our predictions or anything. Yeah, so... Not that I have any. <laughs> uh, chapter 30 is uh, it starts out as another party chapter, or so we think. But luckily it does not stay as a party chapter. Indeed, so... Um, I mean, even at the very beginning, it's 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 quite clearly not going to be a regular party chapter. Yeah, so there's like this this weird vibe at, at the party. Yeah, everyone's kind of like being cold and you know, being cold towards each other, and mm, they're all kind particularly of particularly towards towards Vin. It seems like yeah, um, which I thought I really thought this was like a trap. Like I thought that Vin had been like outed, not outed, outed, but like partially outed. Yeah, like, they had, they had decided she was, like, a, a spy and they were going to, like, attack her or something. This was, like, an ambush they'd set up. Yeah. Uh, I mean... That's not what it is. <laughs> in a way that... The the first part of that does kind of happen. Because she has been out as... As a... As a, as a spy? As suspected a, spy. Well, to... To a end, but to not, end, not to everybody. Does then give her the cold shoulder. He does, yeah. But in it, fact, it, he completely ditches her in they're this not, chapter, But so. it's not like... That's not like... It's not like everyone knows that she's a spy and they're gonna do yeah, something. But to I mean, her. you, yeah, it, it's clear why we would might think that's what's gonna happen because mm. it does even kind of happen. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. So there's this weird vibe. No one's talking to her. They're all kind of in their little groups. Mm. Um, and Elend is actually sitting with his father. Yeah. At the at the table. Very and unusual. Her and Caesar are quite certain that there's something off. Yeah. So, uh, Sazed goes off and finds out what's going on. Yeah. And it's that this is seemingly the the last ball before the house war starts. They've basically all the the other balls have been cancelled. There's not going to be another one after this. Yeah, not not with as many people anyway. Mm. In fact, there's almost never this many people at one ball. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's come to kind of finish everything off and settle their alliances, lock yeah. everything in. Uh, and <laughs> Vin, because she's kind of a nobody who's been just going around gathering information, hasn't gotten the alliances. Yeah. Or, well, mostly it doesn't have any alliances. She kind of has one. As well, uh, kind she of. You can call that an alliance. Well, I, well she, I suppose she also had a land, she thought. Um, <laughs> she's not good at the whole alliance thing. Yeah, so she sends... Says it off, which was really setting off alarm bells for me. Yeah. Says it goes off to to warn Kelsier, um, in part because Kelsier is going to do his like pretend to be an informant thing again, and they're worried it'll make him look clueless, might get him in trouble not to know about this thing that everybody knows. Um, which, yeah, that, that, now that I think about it, that, does kind of highlight that like they really have terrible intelligence gathering, don't they? Yeah. It's literally just Vin and. Occasionally, Kelsier. Yeah, and that's basically. I guess. It. I guess Renault. 
kind of. Yeah, kind of Renault, I guess. Kind we of. haven't really seen him do much of that. Um, he more just. He's more Vin's cover mm, than anything yeah. else. Now, in in the event, uh, Sunset leaving doesn't actually seem like that big of a problem. I mean, it would have been a different chapter if he'd been there for sure. But it'd be a very different chapter. Yeah, because none of none of what happens would happen. Maybe it's. I'm I'm, I'm not sure to be honest. He would definitely have stopped her. I think. Yeah, maybe or tried to. Um, um, and he probably would have been there. Yeah, in the first place, you know. So anyway, uh, she goes. Wouldn't have been she goes to talk to Elend, and as as he said, she he he's like, uh, I know the truth. You're you're not as important to me as my family, and all this nonsense. Um, weirdly, Val does not react to the fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Val, short for Valette. That's a perfectly reasonable. Her name is Vin. Yeah, but she's going by Val. You don't need to shorten her fake name. Whatever. To the same length as her real name, <laughs> which starts with the same letter. <laughs> it makes it sound so weird. Um, she doesn't really react to the fact that he says, like, I know who, what you really are and all that. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. She probably knows he doesn't know. Cause... Yeah, she's, she's too busy freaking out over the fact that he's breaking up with her, I think. Yeah, then she's like, later on, she's like, I love him. And it's like, do you though? Kind of sucks. Mm. Um, but yes, so uh, while she's she's reeling from this, she does get one person come over to her to forge an alliance. Yeah, so... Or finalize. Cliss the Gossiper is secretly... An informant. Yeah. So and th- she I, is a cold informant. I, I really like this, actually. This is one of those times that if it's done wrong, it would have really come off as the, oh, I'm the bad guy now. But it was it was kind of a cool transition. I yeah, think. I mean, like she's not a. It's not that she's a bad guy. It's just that she's been yeah. playing things on a deeper level than Vin realized. Because yeah, Vin is I mean, kind of you an know the way sometimes this. you watch I don't know a dumb movie and the the good guy and I know she's not a good yeah guy. someone someone turns around and they're like <laughs> I've been secretly evil the whole time yeah yeah and it was like that could have happened but it was I think it was done okay. Especially in murder mysteries, like when they reveal who the murderer is, they turn around. They're like, <laughs> uh, "You figured it out, have you? Well, you'll never stop me." Instead of trying to play cool, yeah. I, mean, I felt I, I, I thought for a second that maybe this that was going to happen because you know Cliss was kind of a goofy character. The only times we interacted with her, so, mm. but it didn't. Anyway, so. Uh, for example, she totally realized that Vin's rumors that she had her spreading were nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but appar- I guess she did it anyway. I mean, why not? Works for uh, her. Sure. Her theory on what's going on is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. She reckons that basically House Reno have been kind of doing some of this stuff uh, in the hopes of getting weapons contracts. Yeah. Which is not accurate, but it's it's reasonably close to the truth. Yeah, I mean, she's thinking of it in more of a political way because she doesn't know who they are but mm. it makes sense um, and uh, in return kind of not really in return she just as like a a taster I guess of what she can do she teases Vin about Shan Ariel's evil plans and Vin pays her with, with a necklace expensive necklace and yeah. promises to pay her more I guess uh the next day because she doesn't actually have enough because this is such high value information yeah well 
also she has to pay her. She doesn't. She doesn't actually promise to pay her. What she does is start blasting her with alamazi. But your one is like, you're gonna pay me anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And I mean, the fact is, now that now that she knows Vin's alamazi, she might actually have to pay her. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, this this was. This was this, so. This is one of the most rash things Vin has ever done. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially what happens next. Yeah, this is this is pretty quite something. This is pretty explosive. For yeah, so she hits she hits her with both zinc and brass simultaneously. Yeah, while ordering her to speak, uh, which seems to almost like make her collapse or something. Yeah, so Cliss. And it, it, it works. I, I mean, it, I'm not totally sure what the effect of that was supposed to be. I guess she just kind of scares her into telling her. Yeah. It's kind of intimidation tactics, but... Mm. Anyway, Cliss tells her that the assassination is literally happening, like, right now. Yeah, so... But she also says that Lord Straff Venture, a.k.a. just Lord Venture, I guess, Yeah. is in on it? Kind of. He's, he's signed off on letting House Delario assassinate his son so that he can replace him with a better heir. Yeah, his nephew. Yeah. Who we haven't met. Not that I not that I can recall. Um but what he doesn't realize is that Hasilario know about this uh secret book meet clubs that his son has been having and the assassination is going to take place during one of those and so his house will be in big trouble with the ministry, which is it's cool. It's a cool little twist, yeah. I guess. Um and Vin, uh, how do I put this? <laughs> she she cuts loose. She she basically flies off to save. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she does that kind of superhero thing you see in movies. She like runs around. She rips off her clothes, jumps out a window. Yeah, just causing loads of damage, flying up to the rooftops. Yeah, it was very explosive for Vin. It, it, mm. it almost feels like something Kelsier might do, but obviously not for a lend, but yeah, that now, type of way. So, while she's trying to find them, interestingly, uh, she can't initially because they have a smoker with them. But then, she flares her bronze, and she is able to sense them. Just barely. I mean, let's be honest, this is Vin. Yeah, so, that that's the thing. Is this... This must be that. This feels like a Vin thing. Yeah, this is like a special Vin thing, right? Because otherwise, surely we, then Inquisitors could just do this, and Smokers would be effectively useless. Yeah, or way more useless. I mean, I guess, like, what does flaring bronze do normally? <laughs> I, I, surely you're right. It can't, it can't let you normally pierce through. Yeah, I mean, Smokers. Maybe it just increases your range normally a bit or something. Yeah, I guess it just or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it must be something to do with range because, I mean, you can't increase the intensity of your... Unless you're Vin. <laughs> you're searching, usually. It must be like a really powerful Alamancer thing. Yeah. That even, like, most Mistborn can't do. Yeah, it's gotta be because you're right. That would If it was... If everyone could do this, then it would be... It would render smoking useless. Yeah, so speaking of Mistborn, <laughs> uh, Shan is there. And she's a Mistborn. Yeah. Not just a, a soother, like Vin had presumed. But she's there, and she she has a little group of assassins, which is 
she has kind of a surprising amount of assassins there, considering they're only trying to take out like a lend. Yeah, I guess they they can't know for sure if any of his book club are mistings, maybe. Yeah, I suppose, but I mean, you're right. This is this is a pretty pretty, pretty big pretty, commitment of force. Yeah, I mean, there's like what eight people. Yeah, two two misborn and um, several coin pushers. At least I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think there's like two or three coin shots, and then a couple maybe, of thugs maybe, as well. I think. Yeah, I got the impression that there was about four thugs, or, or such. So, you know, it's it's not exactly a small assassination party. Mm. Um, not enough to take on Vin, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> just barely not. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, Vin really kicks their asses. She struggles. She does I mean, pretty well, but she I, does extremely well for yeah. someone who's been a misborn for like I don't know less than a year. That's true. Yeah. Um, so uh, while they're fighting, there's a bit where they try to push away the metals in a vial that she's got, which we uh, later see is the adium that she's still carrying. Yeah. Uh, but it it doesn't work because they're too small. Which is that how it works? <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, it's not that they're too small. I mean, they can pull on them. It's just that Vin has a better anchor, I think. Which it's just that there's not enough metals in the vial. I mean, the guy was pulling on them, but like I guess Vin was just closer, so she just had it. I guess she probably just already had a better grasp on them. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't really know how this works. But it it, just, really it felt like, you know, trying to pull on something that was a bit fiddly. Yeah. And she just had a better grasp. Maybe because she was closer, maybe because she's more powerful. I don't I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, so... Uh, then gets rid of one of the coin shots in a, a pretty fun way, where he shoots a coin at her, and she stops it in midair, and then pushes back... At, while using her own powers to push herself forwards, yeah, and like throws him off. Yeah, she so she she anchors herself <laughs> on the roof, I think, mm. and then pushes. They're on a metal roof, yeah. Yeah, which which I found kind of weird. It says it says it's a bronze roof. I mean, you get you definitely get copper roofs, so I yeah, guess I don't know why there's a bronze. Feels weird. I mean, you see you see copper roofs a lot. I'd... Yeah, but I mean, specifically in this setting, why would you want your roof made of metal? Maybe specifically because you're a misborn and it makes you better at fighting. Maybe. Could a powerful, powerful enough misborn just kind of collapse your roof? I'm not sure. <laughs> For some reason, that's like the first thing I that's thought a, of. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. That does seem like, it's, like a thing they might do. It's like the do. first thing I thought of. For some reason, it was like, wait, could you not just kaboof hmm. the roof? Maybe. it's. Yeah, I'm still not totally clear like what governs how much force they can, they can exert. Like, we've seen them lift heavy things, but I don't know. I don't know if they could pull down a hole. Like, assuming it's a strong roof, maybe not. Um, she gets rid of the other Mistborn by pulling her guard, knock, which knocks him over. And then when the other guy does the same, she, like, kicks him off. Kicks the guard off the roof. The Mistborn might have been burning, probably was burning. Uh, well, I mean, I'm thinking the Mistborn could have... Well, they, they don't seem to have been fine, because that takes them out of the fight, I think. Yeah. Um, Shan follows... And then this pretty cool fight happens. Yeah, so they both have Adium. I mean, she seems okay. very confident in this fight. Yeah, no, and she, she is, is. She is the one person who lasts the longest. True, but then again, she does send everyone else to kind of 
die for her first. <laughs> kind of, I guess. She does do that kind of villain thing where she's like, henchmen, kill them! Instead of just taking them on straight away yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, she probably might have been able to take Vin out at the beginning. Mm. Well, and uh, that's as, as Finn brings of. up in this fight, she has more adium because she's rich. Yeah. Which I, is a pretty I, big trump card. I did think that she could have probably just taken her out at the beginning of the fight. They they sent the Benjamin first. Yeah, you're right. It does that does seem a little cowardly? So yeah, Vin was worn down, but also you know. Mm, yeah. So, um, they have this big fight. I've got to be honest. I know this is a, a fight scene, but it, Vin reckons she has thirty seconds. But I feel like she definitely had more than thirty seconds. I feel like um, quite a bit happens. A lot can happen in thirty seconds. Did feel like quite a lot though, didn't it? Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it wasn't. It, just, it did feel like it was kind of a long fight to happen in. And then again, I suppose Vin's idea of how long she has might not be accurate. That's true. Um, so uh, Vin, it turns out, can not only dodge arrows with Adium, she can also catch them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's nuts. They do mention her Adium enhanced mind. When she's dodging these arrows, uh, so maybe that helps with the timing a bit. But this is this is pretty cool anyway. This does make me think. I wonder if this was inspired by like Star Wars and Jedi. They can see like a second in the future, can they? Yeah, it's a similar kind of thing. Like the the way it, we, because of the movies, we don't really see it from their perspective. But this sort of idea that like oh, they can see slightly into the future do these crazy feats of like blocking and and, and parrying and stuff. It just feels similar to me. Um, yeah, but. Uh, then uses that arrow. Uh, she straight up stabs Shan with it repeatedly with the species of it. What she does is she drops her adium briefly so that Shan thinks that she's out and then reactivating it so that she's like, oh, wait, what? I thought she was out. And using that moment of confusion to get her. Uh, and Shan dies. Which is pretty... I mean, I, I really... She seems like a big deal in this chapter. I kind of thought she was going to be a recurring villain from now on. Like, nope. she's been a recurring villain. She dead. Yeah, she, she's dead. Uh, and then Vin just flies off. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty pretty wild end of the chapter. So what's going to happen now? Like... In the house where have begun, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess... But, uh, so everyone knows that Vin is... Does everyone does everyone know? Like, did she kill all the witnesses? I, I guess there's the guards. Do people are people going to know that she's a misborn now? Because I feel like that would be attention grabbing, but maybe not. I don't know. And yeah, I guess the house war has definitely started. I know they approved of this, but you would think that an attack on them that's like quite public would demand a response. Especially yeah, I mean, given that it failed. This is a huge deal, definitely. Mm. I mean, this is definitely the inciting incident for the House Wars. And it is going to be complete chaos, I imagine, for the next... I mean, we're very close to the end at this point. Yeah. Well, in fairness, I don't know if this is the inciting incident. Like, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll call that a prediction, even though we're going to find out the answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I'm... Do, do you think people know that she's a misborn now? Because that's, that's what I can't decide. Well, I guess Cliss does. 
but yeah, she can be shut up. She 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 promised to keep it a secret as long as she gets her money. Um, then again, someone could easily just pay her. Yeah, that's she totally give it up. It's not super trustworthy. Um, like, she, I don't think she killed all of the assassins, but they wouldn't necessarily recognize her. So I feel like it, her secret identity might just barely be intact. Depends on who the other miss. Um, we don't know if they died. Probably not. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like, especially the fact they crashed into the guard would give them the perfect opportunity to. Maybe I. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that I think I think her, I'm gonna predict her secret identity is intact because there's just enough possibility that I think I think it probably will continue. Uh, okay, so those are our our predictions locked in. We'll see how they how they hold up. Okay, uh, so chapter thirty-one. Yes, Lord Ruler quote we. Not, there's not really anything new in these the Lord Ruler quotes for these two chapters. Uh, this one's got some sort of coy stuff about, oh, I wonder what they'll think about me in a thousand years. <laughs> will they think I'm their savior or will they hate me for the arrogant tyrant that I am? So uh, we are in Kelsier's perspective for this chapter. And he's, Partially. Uh, yes, at, at the beginning. Uh, and he's he's hanging out with, uh, with the crew when... Vin comes in. Dramatically. Yeah. Silhouetted in the doorway. Blood dripping. Clothes. Well, not torn, I suppose, but just non-existent. Yeah, she's she's carrying the shredded dress. Yeah. Uh, and she slowly sort of tells them what happened. <laughs> kind yeah, of. I mean, she, she tells she, them bits and pieces. She, she doesn't even really explain what happens until later on. Yeah. Um, but the first thing she tells them is that uh, she killed Shan. Yes, who was a Mistborn, and Kelsier is shocked that she was able to kill a fully trained Mistborn, despite being only eight, eight months, months into her training. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, may as well come out and say it. This is the chapter where the characters notice that there's something up with Vin. <laughs> yeah, uh, they notice what we've been noticing, and Kelsier has been noticing, but not really a hundred percent sure about. Like. They've been talking about her as, like, talented, but this is the one where they go, okay, there's something weird going on here. They're like, yeah. Kelsey's kind of like, yeah, Vin, you're kind of weird. You're just really, really powerful. Mm. Um, says it starts addressing her wounds. Yep. Uh, including rubbing anesthetic on one of them so, so we can stitch it up. Just stood out to me as an, another little sort of slightly anachronistic feeling thing. Yeah, like, I guess that's maybe his advanced keeper medical knowledge, maybe, maybe, maybe. or maybe they just have. I didn't. Maybe they didn't, just had that in this world. I didn't even notice it, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Um. So, so they're they argue a bit about this stuff a bit. Yeah. Uh, and Vin comes out with a line of argument that we've talked about. Uh, she basically says. Everyone here is basically a nobleman. Yeah, you're like half nobleman, I suppose. Yeah, like, you're living this life of luxury using your noble gifts. You know, you're not not actually living the life that that the Scow live. Yeah, you're not going through the hardships or the the terror Mm. that most thieving crews go through. Um... 
she she and she storms out. Kelsier is is actually quite like he really seems to take this criticism to heart. Actually, yeah, he does genuinely feel a bit guilty mm. that he, well, you know, that he hadn't really thought about any of this before. I suppose. Yeah. So he does. He does say something interesting later on. Where he goes, I should probably stop thinking so much about the nobleman that I have to kill, and more about this guy that I have to help. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's it's good. He he really seems to be uh, taking these criticisms on board. Yeah, and so he he follows Ven up, and they they bond a bit over their various uh, hardships. Yeah, the various sort of loved ones that have betrayed them. Yeah, so at this point it is switched to Vin's POV. Yeah, that's... She, she's up on the roof contemplating yeah. how she shouldn't have shouted at them and how Kelsier was a good man and he didn't deserve the things that she said. And one of the uh, betrayals that Vin brings up is, of course, her mother, uh, who killed her sister and uh, she thinks was going to kill her. Um... So we've talked about this, and it seems like some kind of chosen one thing. Yeah. Why do we think she killed the sister, though? Dark queen. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it just it, I'm, I'm just wondering. Like her stuff about him being royalty and all that. It definitely seems like your standard chosen one fair. But why would that make her want to kill Finn's younger sister? That's mysterious. Or, well, maybe she felt if Finn was this queen, then, well, maybe that would make the sister also special as special. well. Maybe, or have the potential to be special, even if she didn't. Know That's true. She was. We don't. We we have speculated that maybe there was some kind of special bloodline that, that Finn has. Yeah. So the sister could have had it too. In which case, maybe she really was planning to kill Finn. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that could be it. That, that's that's a good good theory. So um, <laughs> yeah, so Vin does say something interesting, which is something you would notice about her character as you're reading, just about how she is quite paranoid about everyone leaving her because everyone has left her. Mm, yeah. And I think maybe that might have been why she took Ellen's breakup maybe even worse yeah, that's expected. true. That's true. He's not just breaking up with her; he's leaving her the way she always expected everyone to. Mm, yeah, and and as well, her previous sort of uh, mishandlings of the Alen situation maybe also tie into that as well. Like when she trusting someone, like when she kind of broke down in front of him when she thought that he'd uh, that he'd been you know, raping the scare women. That was also a sort of a similar betrayal, maybe. Yeah. So it was triggering her previous, uh, kind of issues around that. I guess, I guess that maybe, yeah, that, that does actually help to tie that stuff a lot better into her character than maybe it previously felt. Yeah. Um, and then after this heart to heart, uh, tells Kilster the secret of house venture. Yes. Now, uh... This is something we weren't sure if she would do. Yeah. Um, Kelser doesn't, like, immediately storm off, but he does seem 
he does like rub his scars and stuff. So we'll we'll see how that works out. Yeah, and they they basically agree that they have to take down House Venture anyway. And uh, she also tells him about her having sensed, you know, the uh, strike team in the previous chapter. She, well, actually, okay, having said that, what she first does actually is point out another thing that we've pointed out, which is that the Inquisitors were also waiting for them. Just seems like maybe they just wait. That's just how Inquisitors are. <laughs> yeah, like I they mean, would be guarding a... One of our theories was that they were just there the whole time and that there was actually no betrayal whatsoever. Mm. But she brings up the possibility that maybe they did the same thing that she did and were able to actually sense Mare using her alamancy, even though they had a smoker. Um, and it's funny, so... Uh, not long, not too long ago, you were, you pointed out that it seems like the Inquisitor should be able to do this thing if Vin can do it. Yeah, and we were kind of saying, okay, so it seems like maybe this is just a special thing that only Vin can do. Um, but I guess if only Vin and Inquisitors can do it, maybe it still works. <laughs> it's funny, like people still. T- the fact that people still treat smokers as this foolproof thing, you would think that they would have noticed that it doesn't stop Inquisitors from finding you immediately. Yeah. But I, I guess it does seem to take Vin a lot of concentration, so might be the same for them. Or maybe you could just... Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it might might have to be like, you know, maybe there's less range or whatever. Um Hopefully we'll find out more yeah. about that. Uh, so Kelsier challenges her to prove that she can do this. And she does. But while she's doing it, she also senses something else. Uh, a slow pulsing, like a distant drum, unlike any alimatic rhythm she'd felt before. But it wasn't coming from Kelsier. It was distant, far away. Probably so, from Craddock Shaw. Well, I thought oh? this sounded a lot like the way the Lord Ruler described the deepness thing that he was sensing. He well, talked would about, it not make sense for the deepness to be in Craddock Shaw? It could well be in Craddock Shaw, but... He he talked about sensing, uh, I can't remember if he was sensing the deepness or the well of ascension or what he was sensing, but he was sensing something that he was going towards as part of his quest. Yeah. Uh, so th- this really sounds like Vin is sensing the same thing here, which makes me think that this is a uh, you know this is a chosen one thing, Vin being the next hero of ages and all that. Um, which would maybe suggest that the Lord Ruler was always an Alamancer, and even though. It, like if he if he was sensing with Alamatsi. Yeah. And then we switch perspectives. Elend. This time, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh this is just after Elend has escaped. Uh he's he's escaped with the with the blind books. He's hanging out with Jastiz or however you pronounce that. Um so over the course of this, we we don't need to go through all the details, but basically uh, we learned that El- Vin's cover has held up. Elen thinks that they were just spies. <laughs> uh, his his father uh, seems to think that his own guards and has arrows sticking out of her that she was successfully hit by the archers. Even though she was quite clearly... Well... Well, she was hit with one arrow broken in two, which does feel like it should be a... Co- it look like just two arrows. Yeah, I guess. Because you'd have to pull it out to realize that it was actually a half. Yeah. Arrow. He dismisses 
that there might have been another Mistborn. I mean, it doesn't make sense politically. Mm, yeah, they, they they do make a reasonable argument that, you know... It doesn't make Why would sense. there be another Mistborn? But uh, before he returns to his father... He talks to the spies. And they have located uh, the Resistance base. And pretty much figured out what it is. They don't. They haven't figured out that it's the Rebels, but they figured out that it's a thieving crew's base. Um, Scaff are able to pass for human. <laughs> I guess they're not goblins then. People just like just like him. Um, which he somehow which hadn't. Justice. Well, yeah, Justice is, is is quite dismissive of this, but for Elen, this is like a a big th- deal. Um, yeah. So the story seems to be. Uh, he, he goes back to his dad. I actually thought his dad would be like, "My son has been killed." Oh, because like because he's gone. Yeah, he's he's dis- he's vanished. Um, the Mistborn who fell into the courtyard did get away. So that's still something out there. He he got a pretty good look at Vin. So uh, definitely a loose thread there. That's probably going to come up again. Uh, and uh, they only found one man dead, so it seems like some of the mistings also got away. Yeah. It also seems like, you know, Elend now knows that his dad is covering something. Yeah, Elend, well, Elend, yeah, then notices that the, the guy who fell through the window has been killed. It's his dad said, oh, he was found dead, even though he definitely wasn't. But he doesn't seem, he doesn't really seem to think much about that, to be honest. We'll, we'll see if he figures out any more of that later. Um, instead, he decides that his most important focus here is on keeping his power base together for when he eventually uh, becomes head of House Venture, even though he thinks about, in this chapter, the fact that that's not going to happen for decades. His dad is fairly young. Um, and that, That's how we go out with, with him thinking about his plans to defend House Venture and... Uh, how after the house war is over, maybe he and Vin can be together. Which uh, does not look great. Do you think Elend will die? I don't... I'm not sure what, what could possibly happen with Elend now at this point, right? Like, there's no... Like, how are they going to... They don't have any excuses to meet anymore, do they? Nope. So, either we're going to follow Elend separately from now on... We do seem to be getting him a few times. Yeah. Which was unexpected when it happened, but... Yeah, I guess that that must be it, because I, I, I mean... Can't see any other thing that he could be doing, really. Yeah. It seems... It doesn't seem like Vin... Maybe she's going to change her mind, but at this point it doesn't seem like Vin is planning on, like, going to meet him or anything. Try and straighten things out. Uh, and, as again, here it seems like... He thinks that the best thing was for her is to stay out of the way, and he's not going to be able to resume his relationship with her until after the house war, which, uh, as we know, is is not likely to be. Well, we don't really know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen. Either the rebellion will be crushed, or the empire will. So either way, doesn't seem like that's going to be a possibility. Um, okay, so. Will we do favorites and least favorites for the the two chapters? Yeah, sure. What was your least favorite part of both of these chapters? Um, maybe honestly, these were pretty good chapters. These were great chapters. Um, 
They were very I, exciting. I'm going to say just the bit at the beginning of this chapter, chapter 31, where the crew are just hanging out. Like, it's there's nothing really wrong with it. It's just not, it's kind of nothing. Ah, uh, that dialogue was a bit... Yeah. Mm. It's just them standing there, like, ripping each other. Trying to, it, anyway. It's, yeah, it's pretty boring. So that that's that's my least favorite. I was gonna take that because they were making some really terrible jokes. Okay, well we we can say that the terrible jokes specifically can be your least favorite. Yes. Um, and what would you say your favorite thing was, Young? Um, okay, that's tough. So I did like the Adium fight a lot, but hmm. I'm actually gonna go for that moment where Vin is like everything from when Vin decides to expose herself as an Alamancer to when that start kind of begins. I thought that was cool. Mm. It was a cool fight. Yeah, and I liked the fight as well, but I kind of figured you were going to take that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm definitely tempted to, especially that move right at the end where she drops her adium and then puts it back on to confuse Shan. That's, that was a, a, a good way to you know, to use the established mechanics. Um, I'm actually going to go for her heart-to-heart with Kelsier, just because it reframes some previous moments that I didn't like in a better Better light. light. Like, it kind of, it integrates Vin's behavior a bit more into the things that we Yeah, it was a bit of character building. Yeah. Um, So, not... Not so much because I enjoyed it the most of any bit in the chapter, but because it's retroactively increased my enjoyment of the whole book. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put that as my favorite. Um, which I guess is... The end. Yeah, the end episode. of the episode. Um, as always, uh, we'll be posting this episode to r slash Missborn, so if you want to comment there, we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the chapter, uh, or chapters. Uh, we'll be covering uh, probably chapter 32 next time. We probably won't do another double episode next time. Um, we have uh, Twitter and email if you want to reach us there as well. Uh, that's at Pod Young Adult on Twitter and Podcast Young Adult at gmail.com for email. Um, and of course, you can find us wherever podcasts are available. So if you want to leave reviews th- there, they help other people find us. So that's great for us. And we would uh, also love to, to see your reviews there. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening, I suppose. Yes, and don't forget to read the next chapter. Indeed. Chapter 32. See you then.